Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning back into another Combo Mo podcast. It's your girl Mo Diggs, and I am here with the gang. Gang, 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 gang. Um, we we doing a we doing a late night recording, so everybody's a little, you know what I'm saying? We a little a little, a little sleepy. Is it a little sleepy? I don't want to say sleepy because it's not going to be dry. It's going to be lit. But we, we, a little, we a little tired. But, you know. But we chilling. We chilling. That's where We not tired of sleepy. We chilling. Okay? But the word is going to be just as good. And, and you know what I'm saying? We're going to come through with that heat for you and that tea. The hottest of 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 the hottest Cause I beat both of them. I'm on. I'm always on a winning team. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm always on a winning team, baby. I'm, team. I'm always on, on a winning team. So if you guys ever want to play heads up or charades, just know I'm your girl. Okay. But anyways, let's talk to the two losers. Wow, what the disrespect! <laughs> it's like nah. But today we bringing back a OG, a super OG. Lawrence Green, a Kings at Kingston's birth. Lawrence, tell him where to find you. <laughs> or actually, no, not tell him where to find you. <laughs> Say what's up. <laughs> Just greet the people. Hello, my beautiful kings and queens. It's been a long time. Yeah, I shouldn't have left you <laughs> without, without a dope beat to step to. Wait, what? Okay. Um, Michelle is here, guys. Also, my other Nemo sister. Say what's poppin'. What's poppin', y'all? This is, um, this is the gang. Um, it's been a little bit, a little while since. I don't even know if has the three of us ever done a podcast together. Not the three of us. No. Not the three of us? Okay, well. It's been a while since me and Lawrence have done one. It's definitely been a while, while since I've done one with Michelle. Because last true. one I did with you, Nemo was on it. That we talked. That was a good one. We, what did we talk about? It was we the about, um, sisterly bond. in Christ, like yes. getting your getting your siblings saved, basically, yes, and yes, how that yes, works. Yes, yes. That was you, Lawrence is I felt that. Okay. <laughs> no, it really was. They had the like deep stories and yeah. like touching. I was like, oh yeah, this is real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we, I did get a lot of like remarks on that really? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People wow. love that one. So make sure if you guys haven't listened to that. Go and go and check it out. If you are having issues with like your siblings as far as like giving them the gospel or, you know, you are the sibling that's having a hard time, you know, with your other sibling, like receiving the gospel, or you feel like it's being pushed down your throat. Um, that's definitely a really good podcast to listen to. I feel like it's really encouraging and it gives you like a story in both perspectives, um, which was really awesome to hear and be a part of that. Um, but today's topic, the juiciest topic, the hottest of the hottest of the hottest of the sea. Okay. We talking about conflict. Okay. We talking about how to deal with conflict. We talking about, um, basically like I, (laughs) I'm just going to be transparent, guys. I've been having a hard time balancing, like, how saved I am and just, like, letting people know not to play with me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I've just, like, like, every single time someone tries to play with me, I'd be like, don't play with me, play with your kids. Like, and not, not even that, but, like, not even that. I'm just also, like, Lord, like, like let me stay sanctified in this moment and not mm-hmm. let my frustration, my anger, or like, you know, let it get the best of me or, yeah. you know, um, let me react in a way that's not godly. So I'm just like, I put it on Twitter basically. And I was like, you know, how do you guys react to 
um, conflict. And we got a lot of responses. But before we get into that, I kind of want to hear your um, your guys's opinions, just like just real, you know, basic opinions on how to deal with conflict healthily in a healthy way and in a godly way. I feel like I don't know how to de- I, I really don't know how to do either or because my way of like dealing with conflict is either like, all right, deal with it now, repent later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I'm just being honest or like, you know, just like deflecting, you know, I'm just not even, I don't have time. That's something that I always say is like, you know what? I don't have time. Like this is, I'll deal with this another day. And so do you guys have any tips or anything that is coming off the top of your head? Um, I'll go first. Okay. I think one of the hardest things to do as a Christian is to be able to have healthy confrontation situations. Mm-hmm. I saw this um, meme or quote. It said, everybody is a Christian until it becomes biblical. Ooh. And I feel like it is so true because offense is something that is so inevitable in every relationship that you are in. You are going to be offended in some way or some manner. And if we don't build enough maturity in knowing that offense is something that we can grow in. Offense is something that is beautiful. Offense is something that there is growth in. Mm -hmm. We take it as if, oh, that person said this. I I, I need to cut them off. When we have to look at it from the other aspect of if we go through this, if we have this really tough conversation right now, Mm -hmm. if we actually mesh out these feelings that we're we're having with each other we are gonna grow i'm gonna get better in this i'm gonna not see myself in a light that is um is going to offend other people you Mm -hmm. know so let me deal with it now but a lot of times we don't want to be mature in that sometimes we really say we're christians but when it comes to the biblical things of really walking out how to love when somebody um offends you or how to love your neighbor when they say really rude and um demeaning things, Mm -hmm. it's hard to really walk out in those type of scriptures. And so I think um, confrontation and offense is very hard things to discuss, but in it is a beautiful thing because you grow in it. Yeah. Lawrence? Um, I think some healthy things that I think come to mind for me, and I thank God that I have a lot of friends who are in the psychology field and are counselors, and so they deal with this on a daily basis. But one thing that um, a friend tells me is to ask questions because by asking questions, you find out directly from the individual what were their intentions. What did you mean by that? Because what we can do is we can have... Uh, our own perception, take our perception and go to another third party, get all of this advice Mm -hmm. or write this whole letter or write this whole text message. (laughs) And then we send this person paragraphs and the person is just like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you talking about? Like, well, we hope and we pray to God that they're not a toxic person and gaslighting you. But we were talking about two two healthy individuals Mm -hmm. that you've had this whole conversation with yourself Mm -hmm. or even sometimes Christians will be like, well, the Holy Spirit told me or da 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 revealed. But still, there is a yes, you know, yes, you may have a perception, but also being able to ask questions. And then you said, what's healthy way? And then what's the God or biblical way? The biblical way in Matthew chapter 18, he says, go to that person first privately. And talk and have that conversation. 
And then if they don't take you, then bring somebody else in the conversation. And then after you then brought those few people, if they still don't act right, take them in front of the, the whole church, you know, the whole church. And so I think it's very crucial to get seek that level of understanding. And I think it takes a level of maturity to to just be like, did you mean to say that? Yeah. Did you mean to hurt my feelings when you said that? What did you mean by that? Can you express that? And just simply asking those questions. Did you have something to say, Michelle? Um, Yeah. And so basically from what Lawrence is saying, there's basically steps that the Bible gives us. Yeah. When we have um, issues like this, and a lot of times I think we just cut straight to I'm cutting the person off Mm. when that's not even biblical at all. You know, and I think maybe what is the root of that? Why do we want to always cut the person off, cut the person off so quickly? Is it because we don't know how to communicate our emotions? Mm -hmm. Is it because we don't want to actually deal with what the root problem is? Like, I think when we skip all these steps and be like, immediately I'm cutting that person off. I'm not saying that's like the wrong step to do because sometimes you really need to cut that person off. But I also think that a lot of times before you cut that person off, there's a reason as to why God put you in that offensive type of situation. Mm -hmm. And if we just bypass that and don't allow ourselves to evolve as a person Mm -hmm. in that, I think we're missing a piece of what offense really teaches us. Yeah. I think the one thing that I really loved about what Lauren said was just as far as like asking the questions, because I really do see, um, at at least for me, sometimes I am misunderstood as far as like my intentions and because sometimes I don't, you know, I don't think first when I say things and like I always say, you know, if you don't know me and like you, you meet me for the first time, I'm very comfortable with people. So if you get offended by something that I say, I always would want someone to like, come and ask me what you know what I'm saying because most of the time it's oh it was just a joke like I was just joking you know and so like I I I think that was really eye-opening for me because I am the asking questions type of person so like if I feel like there's an issue I love to just like talk about it so like what was what was that like what's up with that and people used to say I'm like I was like a bully for it because I will come and talk to you you know, whether we have to fight after this is before Christ, y'all, mm-hmm. like whether we got to fight after or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm still going to come and talk to you about it because I think that's like, w- what if it's just a misunderstanding? I had a, a situation recently where, you know, I was kind of like popping off a little bit. I was getting a little furious. But the truth of the matter was after I like took a step back and I was just like, you know what? Let me just call this person before I get too out of pocket. Yeah. It was after I called them. It was like, oh, oh. Oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? It was yeah. very chill. Yeah. It wasn't, it, the entire situation deflated. Literally. Like every, it was like, it was in like an in an instant. Yeah. Just in a matter of conversations, but it also takes, I realized that even in the midst of the conversation, it takes a second of humility because yeah. Yeah. when you get your questions answered and they're not what you wanted them to be so you yeah. can fight, yeah. you got to be able to say, Oh, you know what? I was wrong. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry for thinking that. I'm sorry that I, I attacked you. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's my fault. I accused you. That's my fault. I think a lot of the issues with confrontation is uh, reflection and seeing where you're wrong and taking responsibility for something that you've done. Because 
obviously like yeah it's sometimes that it's just like you literally have no fault and somebody has just dirt ran you through the dirt right. but there's sometimes where you have done something wrong and right. and sometimes you don't see that and sometimes you don't see it yeah and sometimes you don't see it and so i think it is times where you're where you're dealing with the situation that it's like okay let me see what i could have done better let me see what i where i have made the mistake so that because it's even better i feel like sometimes to approach those conversations with hey maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Help me if I'm wrong here. Help me understand this because I don't understand. Like, you know what? I apologize for doing, saying this. That was really out of pocket. I just didn't like how you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Did this, you know, that's why I, re- I just feel like if there is humility and self-reflection, then like the situation can, you know, be, it, it can be resolved. But if there's no humility on one end, on either end, mm-hmm. and it's just like all like a pr- a battle of pride on both sides, yeah. then like there's no, there's not going to be any resolution. Um, so I want to ask you guys a question. Like, how do you know the red flags or how do you set boundaries as to when it is time to like know that this person is not somebody that wants to seek confrontation as a healthy response or as a healthy answer to whatever the situation was um how do you know when the person is just not the right person for you to keep going back and forth and expressing your emotions expressing your feelings and they're taking it in the wrong way what are some red flags that we can tell people like hey look out for a person that looks like that responds like this or acts like this um gaslighting mm-hmm. i feel like is one of them and for those of you who don't know i feel like you could do a better explanation of gaslighting than me maybe do you think you have a clearer understanding because i understand it but it's really hard for me to explain it okay so my i like what my thought of gaslighting is is when you're explaining to someone what they've done to you and they have actually done it it's not like something you're just making up and they twist it and turn it to make it seem like it's your fault that they, that they did what they did. I feel like that's what gaslighting is. Yeah. So um, I think when you're in a friendship and you're, let's say something happens, a healthy friendship or an, or it's this is an unhealthy friendship, especially if they if you're trying to figure out whether or not to cut them off. Um, let's say you're in this unhealthy friendship. Right. Um, in that moment where they are. uh you know, gaslighting you or they are blaming you for the entire or not take trying to take any fault or any responsibility. I think that that's like the super red flag. Like if if they always think that they are right and you are always wrong, like there's no way that you are always wrong. Like, come on, like especially if you feel like you're being hurt. I think that's a red flag to this relationship, especially if they're just like not trying to hear you out. Or they don't. I know. I know people who de- decline having conversations, and they're just like, "Let's just brush it over," you know. Like it's whatever. People like that. You you know. Like you need to have the conversations. Like I feel like that's also another red flag when they're just like, "I don't want to talk to you about it." Like, nah, I'm off you. It's like, oh, oh, okay. But then later on, you want to like have continue the friendship without ever addressing the situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like. My boyfriend always like like you know he gets annoyed with me, but I'm like every situation needs to be discussed. Like mm-hmm. every time we have a disagreement, let's talk it through to the very end, the very bottom. Because like Michelle said, 
there's growth in that. Mm-hmm. There's bonding in that. There's a uh, vulnerability in that. There's honesty. There's truth. Every single, if we have an issue, if we have a problem, let's talk it through. Let's get to the bottom of it. Let's get to the root and nip it in the butt. Because what happens is I feel like when you don't nip things in the butt or when you don't get to the root of those issues, they just continue to just pile, 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 pile. And then there's a big fallout at the end and nobody understands why, but it's because nobody was having these conversations and get into the root of them. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to let Lawrence answer the question. Do you remember what the question was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think when there's no change. Mm. After what? After um, establishing uh, understanding there was a cross in your boundary. Mm-hmm. After expressing the cross in your boundary. Mm-hmm. Expressing to them what you want now, what you want to see going forward, and yet they continue to cross it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think also, too, uh, from my boundaries book, I learned that your first line of defense, like your emotions let you know when your boundaries has been crossed. When something angers you, upsets you, saddens you, makes you feel uncomfortable, that lets you know that something in you uh, something that that person did is a sign of uh, a boundary being crossed that you need to discuss or express. Mm-hmm. But it also needs to be a moment, as Mont brought up earlier, a moment of self-reflection. It's like, am I upset or mad because they didn't do what I wanted them to do? Mm-hmm. Or because they failed, they uh, they hurt me in a way that um, caused me to feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, and then coming to people and knowing what you want. What what is the solution? Like uh, coming to the individual. Because sometimes we go to people and we say, this is what you did or this is how you hurt me. And exactly. then and then uh, they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, but then we go into this cycle that we're continuing to repeat it and over and over and over. I don't know if you guys ever dealt with that where you're just like repeating yourself over and over and over yeah. and the person just like i i said i'm sorry yeah, yeah. like i don't know what else you want me to do yeah. give you my firstborn son give you my left arm but it's just like it's because we we've come to the conversation in that hurt yeah and um it's not truly satisfied and so i think we have to come to a place of being able to okay if they say that they're sorry or that they apologize to forgive them, to let it go, to move forward. Um, and then also to allowing a person to grow. Yeah, cancel culture. Yeah, because we're quick. And even like, we're even quick to like get mad at our friends or like be like, I had a situation with a friend where um, we kind of like had a semi falling out. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it was just like, you are looking at me of how we used to be. And that's not who I am anymore. So you have, like, I'm on a whole nother mindset, a whole nother level of how I think and how I do things. And so that's where the conversation and the questions come in. And then I think going back to the cutoff culture, there are levels before we get to the cutoff. Like, there should be grace. Yeah, the first thing when you're dealing with conflict, your number one thing should not be to cut somebody off. Like, even when we talk about the biblical way, he talks about three different things you need to do before we start acting like we don't know a person in the middle of the street. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's just like, there needs to be, as as Ma said, a level of grace. Yeah, yeah. I think I want to read this... um... I want to read this Bible first in reference to what you guys both said. 
Colossians 3.13, it says, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And I think one thing that speaks out in this verse is the fact that he's saying make allowance. Before somebody even offends you, make sure that you have already stored up like forgiveness Mm -hmm. in yourself. Because the Lord is already telling us, like I said, offense is inevitable. It's going to happen. Offense will happen in any relationship. You are going to feel something that um, somebody did or somebody said that's going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. So like the Lord is already telling us store up. Like store yeah, it up, get ready, get ready, because people yeah. are going to offend you, yeah. offend you. But he's saying that mm. in that, like, forgive them, forgive them, yeah. because in order for you to be forgiven for the offense that you have done to me, you have to forgive what somebody's going to do to you. Yeah. So he's saying store it up, and so I think we always have to have that notion and that memory scripture in our mind, knowing that offense is going to come. But the Lord is telling me that before they even come, make sure you have forgiveness ready to give out to anybody. You know what I mean? And I, I think a lot of times we cut people off because we feel as if we have the power to give them punishment. Mm. Yeah, that's true. A lot of times we feel like cutting them off gives us some type of punishment for what they have done to us. And a lot of times we have to understand that the Lord is going to be the one to give them the punishment. Like at the end of the day, who are we to think that we have the power to give somebody else punishment? To give somebody else punishment and that the Lord is going to be pleased with us. Like, like, we just got to understand that the Lord and then or sometimes we just be like, oh, the Lord's going to deal with them. The Lord's going to deal with them for what they have done to us, for what they have said to us. And a lot of times the Lord, I feel like God is looking down at heaven. He's like, your heart ain't right, though. Yeah. Like Like before I can even deal with them. Let me deal deal with with your heart. Let me deal with your heart. Let me deal with the offense that you have. Oh, my God. Like, let me deal with you. Because a lot of times, I've seen it in my culture a lot. Like, um, aunts and uncles and family members will be like, the the Lord will deal with, the Lord's blood will be upon them. And I'm like, the Lord's blood has to come deal with you first. Because your heart ain't right. And so, like, sometimes we just got to understand that we have no power to give somebody, like, some type of punishment to say that I'm going to cut this person off. And then that they're going to feel me. They're going to get what they deserve. You ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's, like, reasons to, like, cut people off. Yes, yes. And there's healthy ways to do it. Yes. And I feel like that's not discussed, but that's not this conversation. This conversation is like, yeah, it's dealing with the conflict. But like this conversation is dealing with the conflict. <laughs> so like, don't be, you know, like Michelle said, cutting people off with intentions to hurt them because you're only hurting yourself. You know, that's that's just what that is. Dang this! Because then you, you she coming back, y'all. She coming back. I'm scared. Like sometimes we be seeing them like in a grocery store or something. We like ducking and trying yeah. to like move out the way and like trying not to say hi to them. I'm like, live free, yeah. Hey, yeah. Live free, live free. Live, free. Oh. live your life. Oh, I dang. Live your life. No, seriously. I feel like this was really freeing and this was extremely convicting for me. Like, I mean, I asked for the, I asked you know for y'all to come through, but like, I ain't asked for y'all to come through, come oh, through. No. No, seriously, like, I feel like, dang, like, at least me right now, as I'm reflecting, I'm like, Lord, forgive me because I, uh, like, a lot of my, you know, when I, you know, I know, like, what is it that your tongue is a sh- sharper than a sword or something? Mm-hmm. Like, 
I know that my words can cut deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes yeah. I try to use it as a weapon, mm-hmm. like to literally hurt people yeah. when I feel offended. And it's just like, nah, bro, chill. Like, that's not even godly. Like, God is looking at you like, you know what I could say to you to make you like, I could literally snap my fingers and you wouldn't exist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who? <laughs> I will, you know, I could, I could cut you. No, I could cut you. You know what I'm saying? And, but it's like, it's grace, you know? And yeah. he's just like, let me just. Let me just let this girl be doing shakara, you know, like she's and so I feel like for us, we should also be like having that same grace for people. And obviously we're not punching bags, but like, you know, like just have room for people to be if someone is just people are just being dumb coming to you anyhow. Have the same grace that God has when you just be coming to him dumb acting anyhow. You know what I'm saying? He just be swooping you up in his arms. Now, that doesn't mean also that also doesn't mean let down your boundaries and not to protect yourself. But it just means like grace. There's a way to move. There's a way to, you know, cover yourself in in a way where you're not hurting other people, you know, or protecting yourself in a way that you're not you don't have a brick wall up and that people can't even, you know, come to you. Um. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's like a the ra- uh, wrap up of my thoughts. Yeah. Um. Oh, I did want to share what some of the people. Um. Oh goodness, where's my other? Right here. Oh, I did want to share what some other people uh had put in the yeah, comment sections. Comment. Yeah, it was it was some tea in there. It was it was giving me some teas. I don't know if you guys have heard about um using I statements. Like yeah, I, feel, I like, feel like. Yeah. When you said this, this, it really hurt my feelings. Yeah, some stuff like that. Mm. Um, I statements, someone said meeting at a neutral place and journaling beforehand what you say. So I think that's a really journaling before you link up with somebody. So you not even repeating yourself. Sometimes when you see the things you're thinking, you're like, oh, that's dumb. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes when you see it on paper, you're like, this makes no sense. You know, so like journal, girl, write it down, make it plain, kind of. Um, I had one girl at Trinity Sierra. Hey, girl. She said, don't speak. Anytime you get hurt, these friends try to act like they hurt that they hurt that you're hurt and find something offensive. Then you sit there more hurt. And now you mad because people don't come wrapped up and good like they are used to. <laughs> I'm guessing she's saying just like be quick to hear and slow to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just chill. Like give it a second. I know. Um. I'm dealing with a conflict now where um, I've had a message, an apology message sent for me to me to reconcile. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm taking my time and I'm praying um, about it because I know that I don't want to respond out of anger Mm -hmm. or frustration or bitterness. So I'm like, Lord, deal with me how you will and tell me what to say so that this friendship can be reconciled if it needs to be. And then tell me what to say so that if it doesn't need to be reconciled, it can at least be reconciled to a place where we're cordial. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's that. Uh, Lawrence had put asking questions. Um, someone said, wait until you're no longer angry or upset. Mm-hmm. Think of a way to edify and uplift them while communicating that you didn't like X, Y, Z or you felt hurt when X, Y, Z. Affirm them, you love them, and that you're coming from a loving place. I think that's really good, too. Yeah. That's where the grace, I think, Guard comes in. Heart. Guard your heart. I think that's where the grace comes in because if in a moment of 
pain and anguish, if you're able to still show love, that's Christ-like. That's true. If you're able to still show love and affirm them, I, anytime I, I it's like, I feel like it's like playing it with the devil, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like playing him. Anytime I feel like jealousy or envy or anger towards someone, I pray for them. I start praying for them because I'm like, Satan, you're not going to block that's my blessings, true. you know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like that's also a, a really good way um, so just kind of play Satan, like, I, I know what I'm on. Like, I know what side I'm on, you know? Right. Um, someone said, before confrontation, seek advice from a trusted person who will remain neutral. Talking it through with someone else will, may help you see both sides is always helpful. You can walk in confrontation with a greater understanding of your feelings and possibly understand another person's perspective as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that was from Denise Osei. I think that was good because... Mm-hmm. I experienced that. Yeah. Last week. Really? Just mm-hmm. with a friend. She had came to me. They can't hear you. The people can't oh, hear you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I experienced that a little bit last week where a friend had came to me about something and I just simply just expressed, just helped her give what all the possible of ways of how she may be feeling. Mm-hmm. And then I think a lot of times too, when um people are offended with us and we know that we didn't do really anything wrong. Or like they like they they cut us off or like they leave us or they you know do something like that and then they try to come back, is knowing like that it's not personal. Mm-hmm. Like what some people do on their end is not personal. It's the, their own yeah. selves. Mm-hmm. And I think about like the story of the like the prodigal son when the son had came back, mm-hmm. and he was just oh, like you know. Yeah. How excited the father was, like, he didn't remember or he wasn't like, you know, you hurt me what you did, you know, what you did hurt me. He was just like, you know what, I know you was going through some things, things, but you know what, it's all good. We back at it like, like, you know, nothing ever happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that's really good. Um, Let me see. I think the last one that I wanted to. Someone said email. I said, Lord, the petty, the petty Yo, spirit. I wanted to comment. Per <laughs> my last email. Per my last email. I'm not playing with you. Stop playing with me. Play with your kids. Uh, let me see. People really, I, they were really big on like, you know, take them out to eat. I'm like, yes, I don't, I don't stuff, know. Bro. I'm like, I'm not buying them food. Like, we, I, I'll affirm you. I'll, but I ain't about to buy you no food. Like, you, matter of fact, you need to buy me some food. Take me out. Like, what? Y'all must got a big Birkin bag. Um, let's see. Written dot scripts said before face to face communication. Understand whatever. Understand that whatever feelings, emotions they will communicate is valid. Never shut them down belittle or justify with opposition how they felt Mm, their feelings are just as solid as ours and we should ask questions to understand i think this is a good way to segue into one last point that i want to make is that when your friends come to you for advice right don't be like don't be choosing sides man always always give perspective because just know that if it was you on the other end and it was your emotions because i know me man like when I call my friends, I don't be telling the full side of the story. Like, I'm just going to keep <laughs> it a stack. True. You know what I'm saying? I be telling, I just be telling how I felt. I be like, yo, let me tell you something. Rah, rah. Like, you know, this is how they did me. Yeah. Two, but it's two sides to every story. Two, three it's three sides. Side. It's your side, they side, and, and the, the truth. truth. You hear me? Come on. Cause somebody. Come on, <laughs> no, seriously. And so, like, 
when somebody's coming to you for advice, yo, I'm the friend. I'd be like, wait, are you sure? Like, sometimes my friends be getting yeah, mad at me. Yeah, I'd be asking all the questions. I'd be trying to get you. I'd be like, and they be getting mad at me. Like, girl, who signed you on? Yeah. That's when you know you're a good friend, though. Yeah, that is when you know you're a good friend. Yeah, because, like, you really trying to make sure that they, they you know, I want to make sure you well-rounded in your beef. Like, you well-rounded in your beef. Like, who? Right, right. I want to make sure you, in, before I go to bed, before I start throwing blows, like, why are we beefing? Like, what's the tea? Tell me what you don't want me to know. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, yeah, I feel like these were really good. Um, like if you guys want to go, make sure you guys go and check out the Convo Mo Instagram. And it's under the post where I ask, what are some healthy ways to confront a friend when you are hurt? Um, thank you guys so much for commenting and leaving your input. That was awesome. Um, and yeah, that is it for this convo, guys. Make sure I'm going to give you guys some time to tell them who you are and I guess your last remarks. And I'm going to go to Michelle first, ladies first, baby girl. Tell them where to find you and your last remarks. Hey, y'all. So y'all can find me on written.scripts, W-R-I-T-T-E-N dot scripts, S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> That's Michelle Nemo, by the way. All right, family, it's your boy, Lawrence Green. You can follow me at a king since birth. And there's this quote that my friend Brooke Major, shout out to Brooke Majors, always says. She was like, it's a, uh, we can always kiki and woo woo. <laughs> but it's not until conflict arise that you find out who the real folks are. And so, yeah, deal with that. We can all kiki and woo woo. But when that conflict arise... How you gonna act? How you gonna act? Mm, who, you gonna, who you gonna be? And I'd like to give a quick shout out to the Atlanta family, uh, Atlanta Convo with Mo listeners. I went to the Pinky Promise, well, <laughs> slash Man Cave conference this year, mm-hmm. and I uh, met a uh, Convo with Mo listener. So shout out to you. Shout out to the Atlanta Convo with Mo family. We love y'all out in the ATU. Right. We need to go do a live podcast out there. I'll be her all the time, y'all. It's ATU. Come for her. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, guys. That is it for this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to follow me at Mo Digger as well as the at Convo with Mo page on Instagram. And subscribe and, you know leave reviews leave a review yo if you guys are the end of this and you feel led by the spirit yo leave a review leave five stars on apple tell spotify it's your favorite podcast put it on 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 google review us on google like just do a hey, do what you got to do to support the ting man support the ting man i haven't i haven't but it's still it's still support the ting you know all right guys um that's it we're gonna end this in five four three two and one Next week on A Convo with Mo. Pastors are able to manipulate it. Mm-hmm. Pastors are able to manipulate it. They know, oh, your mother, she reveres me. Mm-hmm. She even fears I'm me more than God. I'm the pasta. Uh, I am your, your pasta. I even <laughs> like, was there when you were born. No, and, for real. And, and that is why I feel like a lot of the stuff goes on because it does happen in those churches mm-hmm. in Ghana. It happens in school. Sometimes African parents, they, I mean, uh, not even sometimes, most of the time they respect your teacher more, their, your teacher more than they respect you. Mm-hmm. So if your teacher ever lies on you, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. you know-